0: Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to See the Sunrise. This is season two at episode 30. Seeing the Sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. It is in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33 and verse 3, where the Lord spoke to the prophet while he was in prison. He said to him, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing, not only behind the scenes, but in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have had various challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our life. This week, I'd like to focus on the subject of faith, and more specifically, praying in faith. Tomorrow, Saturday, August fourteenth, 2021, Mamie Johnson Ministries, and that's me, is hosting a faith walk. The objective of this initiative is to come together with like-minded believers in prayer, standing together, agreeing with one another for their individual prayer needs. One of the things I've often been asked is, how do you know that God hears you? Well, first and foremost, you have to have faith. What is faith? Well, according to scripture, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So then I get the question, so what does that mean? Well, let me see if I can put it in simpler terms. By definition, a substance as it applies in the sense of faith is the quality of being important or valid or significant. It is the essential part of something. So if I am to answer the question from a biblical perspective, it means that faith is the essential part of what you're hoping for, of what you're expecting, of what you desire for something to happen. In other words, without faith, without expectation, without desire, doubt tends to rise and your thoughts become scattered. Just a little bit of doubt can cause confusion and leave you feeling dejected and exhausted. But just a little bit of faith, as the book of Hebrews says, that substance, that substance, that, that just that little bit of unwavering faith can stabilize you. Without faith, it's like the ship without an anchor that's being tossed to and fro because it has nothing to secure it, nothing to stabilize it. So hopefully, with that understanding you you begin or with that definition you're beginning to understand the importance and need for faith when you pray and moreover not just faith in anything but faith in God now i hope you have a deeper understanding of faith let's talk about faith in prayer too often when we pray the focus is often on our specific needs or if you're praying for someone, you're praying for what they've asked you to pray for their specific needs. And there's nothing wrong with that, but to ensure answers to that you receive answers to your prayer, they must align with the will of God. So first you need faith, and then you want to know God's will. It's in the book of Matthew in chapter 21, where Jesus says, truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it'll be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Faith is essential and a, faith, and a faithful prayer is powerful. I have to say that again because that's really important. Faith is essential and a faithful prayer is powerful. Jesus in mere words cursed the tree a tree that was not producing what it had been designed to produce. The fig tree was supposed to produce figs. It was pretty, but there was no fruit on it. Jesus was showing his disciples the power of faith when you pray. And what is really key in this is that he was teaching his disciples that they could do the same things that he had done if, and hear this, if they believe. That's why it is essential when you go to God in prayer, that you go in faith, that you go confident that the outcome will be one of power because you went to God believing and not wavering. But now that doesn't mean you can pray your own whims. Your prayer needs to align with the will of God. And don't diminish your prayers because you think that something's too big or impossible for it to happen. When I have prayed in faith, And what I mean by that, when I prayed in the spirit, when I've allowed the Holy Spirit to lead me, I say things that I, in my own natural mind, thought were impossible, but I didn't waver from what I was being led by his spirit to pray. Miraculous things can happen when you don't relent and trust the one who's leading you in prayer. I tell you this, when you are led by the spirit and you pray without wavering, and have that stabilizing force of God's spirit, you can you can grow and believe in things that are seemingly so far-fetched and impossible. You, you want your prayers to align with God, and to align with God, you have to have faith in God. According to the book of Mark, faith in God can move mountains. In other words, <laughs> there's nothing too hard for him nothing too difficult nothing impossible nothing beyond his ability nothing that can stop him nothing can pre- prevent it nothing have you ever had people in the hospital and the doctors have told you that they there's no chance they're going to make it you need to come say your goodbyes and then you got on the phone and called your prayer warriors and said you know I know what the doctors have said but listen I know what God has told me and I know what he's told me to pray. So I need you to stand with me and and believe with me of what God has told me to pray on their behalf. The Apostle Paul said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. It's important that when you pray, that when you ask someone to pray with you or for you, that you seek out someone with the strength of faith to believe God for everything that he has said. People will tell you that there is no likelihood of what you're praying for, or or, or any specific thing that you've been praying for, but with God, that should not be a thought that enters your mind. That is what doubt is, and you don't want someone watering down what you believe God has led you to pray for, and and that's why you want strong prayer warriors, believing believing Christians, people that believe by faith, that believe in the impossible, Those are the people you want interceding on your behalf. When praying, you should be praying in confidence, especially when you're bringing petitions to the almighty God. Remember, he's the creator of the universe. He created everything. And if he created everything, he knows about everything. And if he knows about everything, then he can fix anything and he can do anything. So why wouldn't you bring your petitions to him? The gospel of Luke tells us that with God, nothing shall be impossible. Hmm. And then there's one more part of a faithful prayer that is, as I I see it, one of the most essential parts of prayer, and that is praying God's will. If you recall the Lord's Prayer that Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 6, he said, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, because they love to pray standing in the synagogues, you've seen them, and on the street corners to be seen by others. He says, truly, I tell you, they've received their reward in full. But when you pray, he's speaking to us specifically. Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret, that's when he will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep babbling like pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask. So then he went on to say, so this then, after he said all that, after he said all about those who are praying for others to see them or praying for praise or praying like hypocrites standing in synagogues, he's saying for us to go behind the doors. And when he's saying go behind the doors, it's not necessarily a literal door, but it's that door of your heart to go in that secret place, that place where he abides, where it's just you and him. He said, go in there and close the door. And he said, when you pray then, pray like this, our father who is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And I'm gonna stop it right there because that's the most that's an important part in your prayers. He we when we are praying, when he taught his disciples, and we are his disciples, he says, your, we're praying for his kingdom to come. And gosh, these days don't we look for his kingdom to come? We want his will to be done. Because if we're praying his kingdom come, we're praying his will be done, you have a, almost a sure ticket of whatever you're praying is going to occur because that is what that is the way he taught us to pray. It is in praying in power. It is praying in confidence and it is praying in God's will. That focus on thy will be done. That's extremely important because oftentimes people don't get answers to their prayers because they aren't seeking the will of God. Uh, Seeking God's will can only be found in his word and through his spirit. You got to pick up this book to understand what you need to be praying for. So you're saying, okay, I've picked up the book. I've read the scriptures. I've read through the Bible several times and I'm still a little bit confused about how to pray and what to pray for. I'm glad that you at least are bringing these thoughts because I want to give you some more guidance. In the book of John in chapter 15, it says this, and I want you to hear this carefully. Hear it with your spiritual ear. He says, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. I've had people tell me that they've been taught that you can ask God for what you want and He will give it to you. Well that would make God a genie, and that would make us um individuals who have a rubber or have a, a lamp that we're rubbing, thinking that God is going to produce whatever it is we have put out in the atmosphere. Well, that's not gonna happen because That's not his word. He said, if you abide in me, meaning abide in him and his word and abide in his words. So if you're abiding in Christ, first of all, you've got the spirit of Christ living in you. And then you're studying his word. And as you're studying his word, then you know what you begin to understand and know his will. And as that is occurring, then you are beginning to understand how you ought to be praying. And so in prayer, God, what he's doing is building relationships. And in relationship, this is this whole abiding presence. Think about this. In relationship, you're getting to know the other person and you are spending time with them and you're getting to know one another. And as you begin to know one another, you're beginning to understand each other. Think of your friends and or people that become your friends. Before they're your friends, you take time, you assess, you decide, you watch, you observe. You do all this because you're trying to determine, do I really want to spend time with this individual? I'm sure there are some people that you've spent a few minutes with and you totally agree, this is not a relationship that I want to be in. And think of those that you made, those of you who have dated or been in relationships, and you meet that one and say, mm, spend my life with him. I couldn't spend 10 minutes with him or her. And so you understand the importance of building relationship. Knowing God, being in a relationship with God, spending time with God, getting to know God leads to gaining wisdom. And as you gain wisdom, you're also gaining understanding of his will and of his will for you. You're also gaining understanding of his omniscience, his omnipresence. Is being the almighty God, his being Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom. You're understanding the essence of who he is. And God is so big, no matter how long we live, we'll never totally understand who he is. But we will understand enough that our devotion will grow. And as our devotion grows, our relationship is growing and we're learning more and more about who he is and what he wants for us. So let me say also, they say this. It's okay for to pray for big things for your life if that's God's will for you. So many people shy away from the big stuff. Even though God has revealed it, in essence he's shown you what it looks like and it's, for some reason you're apprehensive and you're pulling back. But remember if you're in relationship and God is leading you that way, he wants you to go that way because he wants you to understand that you are going to have to rely on him for those big things. I think about King David. Oftentimes, before he would go into battle, he would consult with the Lord and or or Nathan, the prophet or someone that had that relationship with the Lord. And when he was told to move forward, he wasn't apprehensive. He would just go because he knew that the Lord would go before him and God had given him favor. And so it's okay to pray for big things for your life if that's God's will for your life. And that's that's where you got to seek him. When you pray his will, then, you know, he's going to help you get through where he's taking you but he wants to build that relationship so that when trying times come or difficulty come then you know to go to him and it is he that will guide you and tell you what you need to do to continue to press forward he'll give he'll tell you the most secret things that no one else knows. And you're wondering, how am I able to do this? And this individual wasn't able to do that. That's because you had a relationship and you developed that intimacy with God. And God is speaking to you and he's spending time with you. And you have that, 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 he has that presence in you that when you walk in, people can feel his spirit all over you. God's will will not be thwarted if you trust him in obedience and do as he has commanded you to do. I hope in these few minutes that you've gained a deeper understanding of prayer and God's will for you in prayer. It is a great weapon in times of war, in times of distress, but also it's a great source of comfort in grief and despair. However, prayer is also a source of great joy and praise when you know you have a connection with the Almighty God. That is when you're able to pray without ceasing for, you know he hears you and it's a way of communing with him. This faith walk, some of you may be listening to this well after we've uh, had, had this initiative, but what I will tell you is that I'm looking forward to some great revelations, some great answered prayers, some amazing testimonies of those who had confidence in God, who believed him for what he said, and God did it. I'm looking for people of faith to even grow, to grow even more in their faith, and that we are developing powerful disciples for Christ that will boldly speak of what the Lord is able to do and what He has done and what He will continue to do, and that others will be drawn to Him because of it. So, I'll leave you with this trust the Holy Spirit to teach you how to pray. Know that His abiding presence assures certainty as you are led by faith according to His will. And know that you can confidently ask, believe, and receive whatever you are praying for. Until next time, brothers and sisters, God bless you. And be sure to see the sunrise, the S O N rise, to see Christ in your everyday situations. God bless you.